Before I begin today, um, I want to thank my dear, dear, sweet friend, the Reverend Carla Trosco-Daniel, for the word that she brought to us on last week. If you missed it, you missed a blessing. And I encourage you to go back and to hear the word of the Lord brought to you through God's messenger, Reverend Daniel, from last week. Today, we continue our sermon series, Hope Emerging. And our title today that we will focus on is An Urgent Legacy. We pick up from uh, the Gospel of Mark, we left off on January 10th uh, with John the baptizer appearing in the wilderness and the baptism of the Lord Jesus. Jesus has been driven into the wilderness and now just appears in Galilee. His cousin John has been arrested and remember that the gospel writer Mark is not much for words. He's very brief and he does not provide us with much explanation. But if you want to know, while John has been arrested, Luke will gladly give you some explanation. John has been arrested because he has made the powers to be a little bit uncomfortable. He has gotten a little bit too big for his britches and people are starting to follow him and wanting to know more about this Jesus. So Jesus comes to Galilee and starts proclaiming the good news. He starts telling people that you do not have to settle for what you are living in right now. So the Gospel of Mark, the first chapter, beginning in the first verse, from the New Revised Standard Version is written like this. Now after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the good news of God and saying the time is filled, the kingdom of God God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. As Jesus passed along the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fish for people. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. As he went a little farther, he saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, who were in their boats mending the nets. 
Immediately he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him. This is the word of God for God's people today. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Lord, speak to our hearts. Lord, speak to our hearts today. Consecrate me now for your service, Lord, by the power of grace divine. Hide me behind that old rugged cross so that everything that is said and everything that is done comes straight from you, O God. This is your servant's prayer. This is your servant's prayer. In Jesus the Christ's name we pray. Amen. Hope emerging. The thing about emerging is that it is hard to see when things emerge. They usually come out of nowhere. When things emerge, they come from under, they come from behind, they come from around, they come from somewhere else. When things emerge, they come unexpectedly. When things emerge, they come anew, afresh. They come because they are needed. They come because something must change. They come because, well, because of a pandemic. They come because we need something else. They come because... We are in desperate need of a change. They come because we can't keep going the way we've been going. When something emerges, it's because what we have right now is not working out anymore. When something emerges, it's because what is happening right now is not effective anymore. When something emerges, it's because what is happening right now is dying. What when something emerges, it emerges out of a need because what is happening right now cannot no longer exist the way it exists right now. There's a lot of talk about an emergent church. There's a lot of talk about emergent technology. There's a lot of talk about emergent leadership. There's a lot of talk about emergent culture. When something emerges, It emerges because of what was before can no longer exist. Hope must emerge. 
because we cannot keep on living the way we were living before. For hundreds of years, the people of God were living a certain way. They were living under a certain rule. They were living under a political rule that was oppressive. They were living a certain way. They had been delivered from slavery and death, and they went back into slavery and death because they could not be obedient to the one true God and so they went back to a rule a political rule that told them what to do how to do it and where to go while they were doing it they couldn't follow God's rule so they had to follow someone else's rule and it still didn't work for them We repeat our history because we do not know our history. Way back, the Old Testament prophets, Hunter, they, they said, prepare the way of the Lord. There is one who is to come because you people can't follow the rules because you people keep forgetting that there is one true God, the God who has been with your ancestors, the God who delivered you from slavery, the God who helped you walk across dry land, the God who delivered you from Pharaoh, the God who the Gospel of Mark in the fourteenth chapter said, Now after John was arrested. Jesus came to Galilee. But, but if we go back, if we go back to the beginning of Mark, we see that the gospel writer says, see, I am sending a messenger ahead of you. It was written in the prophet Isaiah. And there was a voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. And John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness proclaiming a, baptize, a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sin. But then John went away and Jesus came to Galilee and proclaimed the good news and said, the time has come. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. How many times will it take for us to realize that the time has come. How many messengers 
do we need to tell us to repent and believe? How many wildernesses do we need to understand that we are set free? Jesus came to Galilee and and began his ministry, and there he teaches us three things. He teaches us that the timing is right, the testimony is right, and the team is right. Did you get that? The timing is right. The testimony is right, and the team is right. He says, the time is fulfilled. The testimony is right. The testimony is that the kingdom of God is near. Repent. Believe the good news. What's the good news? John told us the good news. You are forgiven. But we're walking around like, well, I'm no good. Back in 1847, Miss Johnson stepped on my foot and I cursed her out in the church. And so, I'm no good. The time is right. (laughs) The kingdom is near. And the good news is real. The time is right, the testimony is right, and the team is right. And this is the part that we miss all the time, right? That the team has to be right. And here's what we learn about Jesus' team. These folks are not an echo chamber. They don't just tell Jesus what Jesus wants to hear. Because if we dig into our Bible a little bit, we we learn that as Jesus gathers the 12, he gathers a diverse team. They come from all different places. They have all different skills. They have all different ways of thinking. They're all just a little bit different. They're all just a little bit quirky. They're all just a little bit interesting. They're not a club. They try to act like a club, but Jesus reminds them over and over again that they're not a club. They try to keep people away from Jesus, and over and over again, Jesus says, mm-mm, let them in. They're not an agreement or a gossip group, right? They have a mission but they're not in agreement or a gossip group. 
They are learners. They have skills. They are followers of Jesus. They are creative. They are accountable. And they are collaborative. So Jesus came to Galilee. He proclaimed the good news of God. That the kingdom of God is near. That it was time to repent. Let go. It's time to let go of all the stuff that plays over and over in our minds and keeps us bound up. And it was time to remember that we are forgiven. And it was time to put the right team together. And all of this It leads us to an urgent legacy of emerging hope. Hope emerges. Because it's critical. What do we say about emergent hope? Things emerge because it's time. Things emerge because what came before was not working out. Things emerge because what was happening before is dying. Things emerge because what was happening before is not working out anymore. We need a new legacy of hope. We need a new legacy of time, a new legacy of testimony, a new team, a new legacy of a team that gets what God is doing in our lives. Stop sitting around and waiting for somebody else to do what you know that God has gifted you to do. Why are you waiting for the same old, same old people to do the same old things that aren't working? John did what he was supposed to do. Way back in Isaiah, there was a messenger sent, John the Baptist. He prepared the way of the Lord. He did what he was supposed to do. And when he was done with his mission, he was arrested and Jesus showed up and Jesus did what he was, to, what he was supposed to do. He showed up on time. He told the story. He put together the team. And now it's your turn.
So what are you going to do? Hope emerges. And it's urgent. What will you do? In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.